I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ah, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you live from all across the globe today. My name is Jack Farmer, and I get the awesome opportunity to speak with none other than the world-famous Simon <laughs> Miller from What Culture. Simon Miller, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, thanks, man. I'm good. I'm trapped in my house. It's getting a little <laughs> bit crazy, but I take solace in the fact that everybody's trapped in their house. It's kind of like we're a big team. So I'm all good. How are you doing, dude? I'm, I'm doing great. It's, it's funny how... You spend so much time thinking it'd be so great to just have a few days at home to relax right. and then you yeah. get them and suddenly <laughs> the last thing you want to do is be at home. It's, it's because Burn. someone's telling me. Someone's like, don't you leave yeah. your house? So I become like a child again. I'm like, well, you tell me, <laughs> I leave my house. And you're like, oh, no, wait, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, I'm feeling very much like the little mermaid. I'm looking out the window going, yeah. I want to be where the people are. <laughs> That's what you do that. I'll I'll be the I can't think of anyone's in the little map. There's a crab in that, right? It's a, no Sebastian the crab. Sebastian's the crab. I'll be Sebastian yeah. the crab. Done. There we go. We've got a team all ready to go. We're you're, ready to do you're Ariel and I'm the crab. Done. <laughs> I don't know how we drew these straws, but I guess well, I set it up. So I'll, did, I'll, yeah. I'll stick with Ariel. <laughs> so man, uh thank you so much for, for taking the time to chat and thank you so much for being on the show. Um uh Obviously, this is a, we're going to chat a bit about wrestling today, uh, clearly. Um, and I always like to start with just the, the simple stuff. Like, how did you get into wrestling? What was, everyone seems to have an interesting story with how they got into wrestling. It's very rarely just, I was flipping through the channels. Well, I, I see mine kind of is, is that way, but I still think there's a, I think it was a special, so basically, I, I don't know how well people know about the, <laughs> the British team. <laughs> system so i'll give you a bit of background obviously until recently wwe or wwf as it was back then was synonymous mm -hmm. with sky like you know we got sky tv over here and it was like you know before we had like half a channel and then all of a sudden sky were like here's <laughs> you know here's like 40 channels and my dad worked in tv so you know these companies said to him look graham we're gonna have to give you we're gonna have to give you sky because you've got to keep up to date with this we need you to look into this so yeah i just got home from school one day and my dad sat us down and said look at this <laughs> we now have <laughs> a million channels i was like oh my gosh so i did pick up the controller but this is the kind of thing i think it gives it a little bit of a, of a fun twist as i was thinking through all these channels i couldn't believe it and then as soon as i got to to, to wrestling i don't know what show it was and I, I saw bret hart in his you know in his black and pink and it was just like yeah. that i was like what is this i can't tell you what he was doing I, I it was probably a heart foundation match or something like that but there was just something captivating straight away and i stopped and I sat and I watched the whole thing. And I was like, huh. And then from there, yeah, it just became, it became somewhat of an obsession to the point my parents would say, he'll grow out of it, he'll grow out of it. And now I couldn't be more <laughs> intertwined in it. And they're still like, he'll grow out of it. I'm like, I don't think I've grown out of it. I don't think it's going to happen, so. Yeah, well, you and I are, are like kindred spirits. Bret Hart was my guy growing oh, up. I, I loved him. I think just because he was smaller and I was like, hey, I'm not as big as a lot of these guys. So I guess I probably, I say smaller in real, like in, 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 in the grocery <laughs> store, he'd still be a, a mountain of a person, but in I, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. He, he looked like a more normal dude. I love it when people say that. I remember a quick story. I, I, I saw Matt, Matt Hardy a few years ago and I took a picture with him. 
And everybody yeah. was spamming my comments going, oh, Millie, you're so short. You're so short. I'm like, Matt Hardy's 6'2", you morons. It's like, just, <laughs> just because you've been like led to believe that he was one of the small guys, he's six foot two. And I'm like six right. foot and a half, six one. So of course he's tall. Anyway, yeah, it goes to show there's a, a crazy curve in wrestling. Yeah, I always think that. I was just talking to a buddy the other day about like uh, Zach Ryder. I always think of him as a smaller guy, but in the real yeah. world, he's completely jacked. Yeah, he's <laughs> exactly. <huge>. Exactly. <laughs> like, it must be it must be such a struggle every day to think I've got myself in this shape and I'm looking good. And then you turn up in a WWE locker room and you see like you know eight foot two Randy Orton. You're like, oh, what's the point? What's right. the point? I'm going home. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So you so you were a fan. You you got really pulled into it. And um, how did it like? Because obviously you uh, became a, a known name. Uh, as a, I like to refer to us as pundits. I feel like it sounds very. I take it. Yeah, that's very nice. I, I like I like the term, so I I, I roll with it. Uh, but uh, and there's no qualifications to be a pundit, so I'm saying I am. <laughs> it's true. There's none. There's none can't whatsoever. Take that away from me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so how did the process of uh, kind of taking your fandom into being a a pundit for lack of a better term happen like obviously i know you through what culture i think most people know you through them like how did that that process start were you making videos on your own and then they kind of picked you up did you know a guy that knew a guy or like what, what was that like how did that happen i feel like a lot of people watch you're like i could do that or how do i get on there or something do something like that yeah no totally i mean i was i kind of got into youtube sort of just as it was getting big it's kind of like 2010 2011 before we really had this boom and at the yeah. time i happened to be working in video games of all things as you'll notice mm -hmm. throughout my life i have aimed to never do a proper job so i was like i'm gonna go work <laughs> in video games yeah, why not yeah so I, so I was going to video games obviously video games were so important for the rise of youtube so i thought mm -hmm. okay well i'm gonna start just doing stuff and i tell you if somebody has the time and the and they want to put in the effort. There's a lot of bad videos out there with old Simon Miller in them. Embarrassingly <laughs> awful videos. But honestly, right. from around about 2010 to when did I? 2006 or so six years, I spent just doing, and I worked for a few video game companies and I kind of handled their video content along with other stuff. And I, I, got, I, you know, I had a, a, some success with it. You know, the problem with YouTube is the numbers are so massive that you can have what actually is success, but you compare it to everything else. Like, nope, right. <laughs> no, it's not right. at all. Um, and it got to the point where I, I'd always liked video games, but wrestling was my, you know, as we established, it was my, almost my first love in many ways. So yeah, yeah, it just got to the point where I thought, huh, maybe I should start doing wrestling content. So I started just doing a wrestling podcast because, you know, it was 2015 and everybody was doing wrestling podcasts. So I was right. like, oh, I'll, I'll jump on the bandwagon. And then again, I, all my stories need to be better. They're not. I was on that <laughs> lovely thing. I was on that lovely thing called Twitter. And I saw yeah. a, I saw a, a tweet from what culture said, you know, do you like wrestling? Do you make videos? Do you do this? Do you do that? And obviously the thing I had working for me in my favor, as I said, well, I do do that. Also, here's a hundred videos you can watch of me right now to, to see if you like my stuff or you don't like my stuff. And I was lucky that they gave me a, uh, they gave me a trial. They kind of gave me a huge bit of support because my first ever video was 10 things WWE wants you to forget about Roman Reigns in early 2016. <laughs> I mean, that was just like, here's a carrot, dangle it in front of, I mean, of course, right. you know, so I, was, I was very lucky in that. And then, yeah, from there, it was just, um, a crazy trajectory really which i still look back on and think i don't know how any of this happened but i'm having well, a good time so yeah well you know you hit on something the uh the video game thing again 
I say we we're parking our cars in the same garage because I was a big video game fan. In fact, I got my degree in video game art and design. That's amazing, uh, man. That is uh, uh, some hang around somewhere. The degree, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but no, that's that's really cool that you you did that. And I love hearing stories of people who just say. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do something and make it happen instead yeah. of, kind of waiting for something to happen. That's cool that you said, you know, I'm just going to make the videos because it, it sounds like such a little thing, but it's such a big thing in the grand scheme of things. Of I'm very I'm, little step. Yeah, I'm very impatient. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> well, well, no, nothing's happening, so I'll I'll just go and do it. But no, I do I do agree with you. Uh, I, I kind of you know when people ask me about that stuff, I, I just say just go and do it. It doesn't mean it's going to go anywhere. But at least then right. in 10, 15 years time, you can go, well, at least I gave it a go, which is all you can really do. Give something a go. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't work, all right, think again. And that's, yeah, that's kind of what I did with that. And I was lucky that it led to somewhere else, which is uh, at the moment going all right. Yeah, you uh, you seem to be doing pretty, pretty well. I uh, obviously I'm, I'm a huge fan of, I think what I'm, I'm going to guess is your the, the Simon Miller flagship show is the ups and downs, I'm guessing. Um, you may may enlighten me to something else, but I think that's your, your big success right now, right? The ups and oh, downs. That's yeah, that yeah, that's the that's sort of the thing you can you can rely on to get engagement and feedback and yeah, get some yeah. traction. Absolutely, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, you, obviously, at, at AfterBuzz, I, I we do uh, recap shows and things as well. Yeah, of course, and, uh, yeah, I've seen them. Um, but oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I uh, I've always been a huge fan of yours. I've always thought that uh, you really are the uh, the standard bearer for that kind of thing. Wow, I mean, it's so simple. that's very kind. The, the up and down. It's a very simple <laughs> mechanic, but it's a very uh, it, it, it's it's a very interesting mechanic to see in the show. I absolutely love it. I always love it. You are uh, positive. You're very positive. You're not. You're not just up to everything. But I love that you. You don't just like. You're not negative. It's very easy to be negative about pro wrestling, but Absolutely. I love that you take the positive approach. No, it is. And that's something that I, it wasn't sort of straight away, but it's something that I kind of set out to do after a while. Because like anything, you know, when you get into something, what I do anyway, I go and assess the the competition. Like who's doing what? And who's doing this? And how can I make sure that I'm unique? And every video I watched, I was like, this is rubbish. Ah, oh, what a pile of, what a pile of nonsense. And I was like, I mean, it was a bit rubbish, but you haven't talked about this and you haven't talked about that. And I've never watched wrestling that way. I've always watched wrestling like, well, that was rubbish, but I enjoyed it because of this. Or, I mean, some things are just pants, but outside, right. <laughs> outside of that. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to take the natural way that I approach wrestling and I'll just kind of work that into my videos and we'll, and we'll see what happens. And yeah, some of the feedback I got very early on was, oh, this is quite refreshing because you're not just yeah, saying everything is, is doom and gloom. So it's kind of like what wrestlers say when they walk to the ring and they look for signs if they've said something and they'll grab onto that and try and turn it into something. Well, I thought, well, loads of people are saying that they're enjoying it. Uh, it's certainly coming from a, a very real place. So I will be the positive wrestling guy, which comes with as much fun as it does uh, <laughs> craziness. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all real. It's all real. I think you can find the good in anything. It doesn't mean that you should give anything a free pass. But, you know, right. sometimes it's just nice not to be so down on something that you wear people out. Right. Well, I think, too, um, I, I, and I'm just going to assume here, maybe project a little bit here, but I think because you are someone who creates your own content and you are a creator in general, it sounds like very much like, 
hey, you like something? I'm going to make some videos. I'm going to make some podcasts. Yeah. I think when you're a creator, you kind of understand that not everything's going to work out great. There is going to be some stuff that's some not as good. And it's okay that those things are bad. Let's not harp on those things. No one sets out to make a bad show. That's you know? it. That's it. I think <laughs> you just, you just got to learn from it, right? You got to learn from yeah. it. And I, I hate I hate watching my stuff back. I think many people do. I find it a real struggle, but that's why I force myself to do it because I'm always like, well, if you didn't like it, just extrapolate it and try and figure out what it was and then you can get better and you won't do it again. So, you know, that's yeah. that's the key. Like you say, you just got to throw yourself into this stuff. Some things are going to be good. Some bits are going to be bad. Just be self-aware and humble enough to accept it. And I feel like that's a good way to live. Not only make videos, but live life, if, if I'm completely honest. Yeah. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And uh, as you started making stuff now, you do kind of, from a viewer perspective, you're like a one man show for most of the stuff I've, I've seen you do, uh, at least the ups and downs anyways. Uh, how did you get to that spot where they were trusting you to make these videos on your own and, and do this stuff on your own? Or was that just like, hey, guy, you got a camera, send it in and we'll see if we publish it. Like, how did, I, how did that whole thing I, I, I don't think I have an answer to that question. They probably <laughs> should be checking it. I mean, I do want to, I, I do, I do want to shout out Phil and the other guys at What Culture, of course, because they, yeah. you know, they put, they, they edit it and put loads of time into that as well. Uh, I am literally just, yeah. just the man in front of the camera. But no, in terms of the ideas and the concepts and the dumb stuff I do, yeah, that is all me. And yeah. I, I'll be honest with you, it kind of, again, if you, again, if you want to have a fun little ride, if you go back and watch <laughs> the early ups and downs, it's very much like deer in the headlights. It's like, uh, so, you know, but then I guess I found myself or whatever the right term would be. And I'm an idiot, right? I'm a goofball. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start adding that in there. So I would just add little bits, little bits, little bits. And basically nobody told me to stop. So I was like, well, no, no one's saying don't do it. So I just kept ramping up and ramping it up. And yeah, I mean, bless them, bless them as much as I can, because I get, I, I don't know this. I've never actually asked specifically. I can only assume that they're okay with it and they think that it works. And I'm glad because, you know, having that kind of creative freedom is so, so wonderful. I mean, it's freeing almost because you know that as soon as you turn that camera on, even if you just want to go on a, on a stream of consciousness rant, yeah, go, go nuts, follow it, follow it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's awesome that they give you that uh, that freedom to do that. And I think it's obviously paid off very well. I mean, again, you seem to be growing a, a huge fan base. I see your signs in AEW oh, shows. <laughs> that's got to be absolutely insane to see, you know, Simon up this at AEW and yeah. uh, things like that. What, what was that like, seeing that for the first time? I would go nuts, by the way. But well, I, I, what were, it doesn't matter if it's the first time or the the twentieth time. I I'll never be able to get my head around it. It's it's I don't like overusing this word, but it's true. It's just so humbling because mm -hmm. somebody has sat down and, and gone. I'm going to write that that bald idiot's <laughs> name on a on a sign, and I'm going to take it to 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 a show. I mean, not only does that hopefully mean that they've taken something out of the videos, but hopefully it means they're doing their job, which was to entertain. And mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I'll never, I'll never be able to process that properly. Like I always say, if you had told me when I was 13 years old, someday your job is going to be reviewing wrestling that you love. And also that some of these signs that you're seeing in these sea of people will be addressed to you. I probably would have punched them in the face. It's like lying is not nice. <laughs> Don't lie. Uh, and, and then to actually, to actually have it now is, yeah, everyone, everyone knocks me off my feet and it puts a, and you could be having a bad day 
and then somebody sends you a screenshot of that and it's like you know what everything's going to be all right it's 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 brilliant and i can't thank people enough it's motivating as well and it inspires me to again just trying to be better than i was yesterday i love it i, I truly do i truly love it yeah and it's been uh it's it's been a very fun time as a wrestling fan the past uh, year or two with uh, obviously, Raw and SmackDown chugging along still. Uh, NXT, I feel like it's better every single week. And AEW as well. Just, I mean, if you had told me that things were going to be this good for us wrestling fans, uh, I don't know if I'd have believed you. Yeah. I was a slow adopter of NXT, if I'm totally honest. I was like, ah, it's a developmental brand. And, <laughs> now I got into it, and now I absolutely love it. And then uh, AEW, I was like, oh, they're not going to be anything special. Now I'm like, this is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, how are you enjoying all this extra wrestling we're getting? I mean, I think there's always, you can always run the risk of, of overexposing it. But I think right now, aside from the recent situation that has sent everything nuts, right. I loved right. it. I loved it. I thought there was a while there where Raw was getting back on track. And while mm -hmm. 180 minutes is always going to be tough, I thought they were doing a much better job than they were. AEW yeah. just seems to get better and better as they found their feet. And, you know, I, I was like you, I was quite a late adopter to NXT. But once I was in, I was like, oh, man, there's a, there's a buzz and there's a feel to this and an intimate um, spin that I really enjoy. And then SmackDown moved to Fox. And I still kind of think SmackDown's finding its way a little bit, but it's still a decent show, yeah. more or less. So, yeah, you could get to kind of the end of the week and think, okay, I, I get to watch all of it because I'm lucky to. But even if right. you're picking and choosing the little things that you want, there is literally something for everyone these days. And of course, you can go over to New Japan. I know Ring of Honor is in somewhat of a, of a rebuilding phase. They've still got an incredible mm -hmm. roster. It's just, just yeah. so much. You cannot, there's just no way you can't find good wrestling on any given day. And I don't see how that can be a bad thing. You don't have to watch it all. You know, it's your choice of, of, of how you spend your entertainment hours. And yeah, I love it. I love it. I just think, it, like you said, it is such a good time to be a wrestling fan. Because if you find yourself with five, 10 minutes on your hand, hey man, here's hours worth of content. The fact they're still going now and doing these empty yeah. arena shows, it just doesn't end. It just doesn't stop. How impressive for, for me, and, and I know I, I saw the show, the AEW, I'm going to... I host the, the After Buzz AEW show, so I, I there's a little bit of more of uh, extra buying for AEW for me. But uh, their empty arena show, I was blown away at how entertaining that show was with with or without the audience. They really it blew me away how good that show was. Yeah, they nailed it. I mean, they nailed it. They they thought outside the box with it. You know, whether it yeah. be putting some of the wrestlers in the crowd to have some atmosphere or switching the hard cam to face the the entrance way. It wasn't just a good show because of the circumstances. It was just a good show. And I think yeah. that is such a testament to them, especially because what they've been doing television for six months. Like, I just, yeah. uh, it's just crazy to me. I, I did. And the fact they also had the, the courage, I suppose, not the right word, maybe, to debut two new characters as well, where they could have waited for that big pop, but nobody would have begrudged them that. I just, I kind yeah. of feel like, you know, they said, you're getting the exalted one on this day. We're giving it to you. And I kind of respect and appreciate that. Like they didn't muck around, even though I would have understood in this situation, mm -hmm. you still went through with your plans. And I think as fans, there's certainly been times in the past where we haven't got that. So to have some, a company that feels like they're so on your side and so directly aimed at you, how can you get mad at that? It's just excellent. Yeah, it's, it's been incredibly cool. Um, you know, all things that are going on aside right now, I always like to ask, like, what, who are your favorite people right now in wrestling? Who are the people that 
or the stories or things that just right now, Simon Miller's like, man, I am so excited when their music hits, <laughs> or I can't wait for this part to happen. As a fan, what's your what's your thing right now that you're in love with? Well, I, I always give I'm, a shout. I'm a Hangman Page guy. Oh well, I, I was going to say, in terms of people that have just smashed through Hangman Page, absolutely. I mean, the best yeah. thing that AEW ever did was not having him win the world championship because now he's found yeah. his feet. He's got his character. He's hilarious. You know, he feels yeah. like a much more complete character. So, yeah, on the AEW side, definitely him. Same with Cody. I think Cody mm -hmm. has just become the best baby face in, in all of America. There's no one better. MGF to mm -hmm. me has, has superstar written all over him. You know, I think he's yeah. going to, I think he's going to be awesome, especially, I'm not going to start naming people, but you know, Sammy Guevara yeah. and Darby Allen yeah. too. They just get better every week. And even Chris Jericho, who has now reinvented himself. Like I thought on Dynamite uh, this past week, he was hilarious. He's genuinely funny, didn't care, was just having fun. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was so good. I mean, and in WWE too, I always give a shout out to Rusev, even though he's, uh, yeah. he's missing person at the moment. I love, I love Rusev. Don't understand why yeah. he, does, he doesn't get more love. Um, yeah. And outside of that, it's just, uh, I mean, the people that I really look forward to seeing are like Kevin Owens. I, I, you know, the, the, mm -hmm. the positive about Seth Rollins having to go back to being a bad guy was that Kevin Owens could finally take his place as a top good guy, which I always thought he, he deserved. And, you know, Drew McIntyre, too, who has, yeah. I mean, talk about an inspirational, <laughs> inspirational figure, the journey, the journey that he's going to be on. And as controversial as it is, I do look forward to seeing Brock Lesnar. I think Brock Lesnar is great. I am the one person that doesn't mind him being champion. I'm like, yeah, make him champion. He feels like a boss at the end of a video game going back to that. Yeah. Let's keep him that way. Simon, we keep, we keep agreeing. I like to think of myself <laughs> as the head broccoli of the Brock flock. I love, <laughs> I love Brock Lesnar. I love him. He's the best. <laughs> he's, he is so, he's so good. He's so entertaining. I know people, I know I get all the, the criticisms of a Brock Lesnar, but at the same time, Every time he's on, it does feel like a big deal. And like when you look at the Royal Rumble, I thought he was absolutely entertaining. I thought he made yeah. everyone else look entertaining as well. He was absolutely fantastic. I um, think when when he is gone, I think we'll look back and say he's one of the best ever. I truly think that. I think that, okay, when he's not motivated, it's, it's not ideal, but it's still pretty good. But when he is motivated, I think in many ways he's untouchable. I, I'm such a big fan yeah. of his. Yeah, I, I think I was actually someone posted like his debut uh, on Twitter or something recently. It must have been like an anniversary or something. And I was thinking, has anyone had a more dominant career? Like literally from the moment he showed up, he was an unstoppable force. And yeah. we're here a decade and a half later, and he's still just an unstoppable force that everything he's done has been a huge, important thing. That's true. I mean, the, the first thing he did was what, like throw Alstow through a trash can. <laughs> And then right. it, hit, it hit somebody else and then give Spike Dudley power bombs that look like he was just power bombing him. They didn't look like he was trying to protect yeah. him at all. Just like, I'm going to slam no. you into the floor. Yeah, and he, no. just walked, he just walked through everyone up to SummerSlam when he beats The Rock for the title. And I can't think of any other time he's been booked to look anything but a beast. And But it's no. worked, right? It's worked. He's built up all that collateral. And yeah. it's why he's so legit, of course, with the MMA stuff too. I, yeah. I I think wrestling's a much better place with Brock Lesnar in it, 100%. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. I think when he someday leaves wrestling, we'll look back and go, oh, man, he was really good. I did that with Edge. I didn't appreciate Edge until he left. And then I was yeah. like, oh, man, he was actually really great. And now he's back. I'm excited. I'm, yeah, now I'm you get very, round two. Yeah, now I get round two. You'll find I'm a very – I'm always like, that'll never work. And then it works. Like, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> 
Nothing wrong with that, dude, though, because it means if you do get it right, you can be all pompous. But then if it does work, who cares? You're being entertained by wrestling. So it's a win-win. Win-win yeah, situation. I love it. I have no problem being wrong about things no, me all neither. the time. No, that's I'm the mostly other wrong. Yeah, I, I, the other thing that always baffles me in modern-day wrestling is wrestling fans that don't like being you know, worked or tricked. It's like, dude, that's what wrestling yeah. is. Wrestling is yeah. just one big magic act. Like, I love being worked. I love being tricked. I'm like, oh, you got me. Like, you know, two thumbs up, do it again. I don't yeah. understand the hate for that at all. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, I feel bad for the, the people who try to come up with what's going to happen because, yeah, if you do what they think is going to happen, then you're predictable. And if you don't do it, then you did the wrong thing. And it's like, oh, man. Just yeah. sit the, back. Enjoy. Exactly. The, uh, I can't remember the right word. I guess the crutch of, you know, being let down by your own expectations that you came up with, <laughs> yeah. I think is a massive issue in, in pro wrestling. Like, this has got to happen. And no one said it was going to happen. And then it doesn't happen. You're upset. I'm like, dude, the only person that said that is you. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you're kind of mad yeah. at yourself. Right, right. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And it's, yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, as all this stuff is happening, um, now, uh, when you come up with your stuff, and we're watching all this fun stuff, and uh, do you have a process for how you put stuff together? I want to pick your brain on this stuff, because this is always fascinating to me. Do you, or do you just kind of like go, this is in my brain, and now I'm throwing it out, and that's how it goes? Or do you kind of like have a way you break it down? I'm very... And I'm very meticulous with how I watch the shows. Like I get that question all the time. They go, you don't actually watch the shows. I'm like, yes, not only do I watch the shows, but I watch them and I make copious amounts of notes. Like I watch it yeah. like it's, uh, you know, like a basketball journalist would cover basketball because I, yeah. I feel like that's the only way. A, I feel like you got to respect what you're doing. But I also mm -hmm. think that if you don't watch it that way, you'll miss the little things. And it's the little things that are the funniest things. So you really have to yeah. kind of been on your game. Sort of the, the real nonsensical stuff you take for granted as wrestlers or wrestling fans. Yeah. And then you take a step yeah. back. You're like, no, nah, that's, that's ludicrous. <laughs> that's that's right. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, for Raw, for example, yeah, I mean, I'll get up at, uh, you know, kind of the, well, I just stay up and watch it. Or I'll get up at the crack of dawn. And then I'll get yeah. my laptop out and I'll, I'll, you know, brew a cup of coffee or whatever. And yeah, I'll right. just sit down there. And if, uh, if I hear something that's funny, I'll rewind it and double check that I, I heard it correctly. So it takes me way longer than three hours to, to go through Raw. But yeah, I'll also admit right. a lot of it is, is just my brain firing out stuff. And I just, <laughs> and I just, I just let it fly and then kind of sneak into the comments and, and see if I can find a few that either back it up or say, never do that again. I'm like, right, good, thanks. <laughs> I, I'll take that instant feedback. Well, that, that actually leads to a, to a question of mine, too. Uh, how do you deal with the, the comments and things like that? I know some people say, I don't read comments. You obviously do read the comments when you, how do you deal with that mental, like, some people will say nice things and you're like, this made my day, but then you get the one person that's like, this was an okay episode and it eats you alive, even though it wasn't that bad. Yeah, well, that's, how, do you, that's how do you deal with it? That's the thing. If I spent, you know, we've been talking for 20 minutes or so. And if I spent the whole time saying, oh, Jack, you're the best, you know, you're excellent. And then all of a sudden I went, well, I don't like your, you know, tie. All you would do is go away going, why didn't he like my tie? Yeah. And I, I, I kind of picked up on that quite early on. So I made sure always to take a step back if anything got to me. And I said, Simon, don't ignore all the, all the nice stuff. But the actually, genuinely, the, um, the place I ended up at with, with the comments was... I'm just happy people are commenting, genuinely. Mm -hmm. Again, it's kind of the thing I talked about earlier. I had this moment, I was like, Simon, people are coming onto your videos and they are so engaged with what you're saying, 
even if they don't agree, they will tell you that they'd rather you perished from this earth. They will go into that comment and say, Simon, I want you to die. And you're like, wow, I managed to get that kind of emotional reaction out of them. And really, although it is an issue that needs to be fixed long term, when you're just taking it in that bubble, I actually, I mean, I don't, the compliment's probably the wrong word, but I think yeah. there is something incredible to that, that somebody has been so offended by my opinion, they <laughs> shall wish death upon me. And I'm like, you know what? As long as, you, I guess I'm like John Cena, but it's true. Yeah. As long as I'm getting that kind of reaction, be it positive or negative, and sometimes they get to you, of course. And I think you just yeah. have to kind of let them brush off your back. Yeah, but ultimately I'd rather have people engaging than not. So I smile, I laugh. Sometimes I make comment reaction videos. That's a good way to kind of... Uh, to balance them all out, I think. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say I don't read comments as much as I once did. I'm, I'm a lot more smarter with it than I was. But I think that's just the natural progression of being on YouTube. I think at first you're like, oh, what's everybody saying? And then down the line, you're like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll like I say, like anything in life, I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be a moderate with this because otherwise you will send yourself crazy. Eventually, if everyone's telling you you're a you know, piece of trash, <laughs> you start yeah. thinking, maybe, maybe I am a piece of trash and nobody, <laughs> nobody needs that. Yeah, uh, what was, and I was talking about, because I, I recently got a bad comment, and so I'm, uh, it's, I, I got an all capital letters. Uh, oh, no, the worst. Ne <laughs> never listening to this guy again. Never <laughs> re reiterate, you know, spa like, space, space, never again. <laughs> and it just, uh, it, it tickled me. But uh, I wonder if you have any, uh, do, do you know, remember offhand any funny uh, negative ones that you'd like what? to share? I think the negative ones cracked me up. I tell you what, man, let's, let's keep it topical. So obviously AEW Dynamite comes from an empty arena. Uh, what, two yeah. days ago as we're recording this right now, Matt Hardy yeah. and Brody Lee turn up. Incredible moments, absolutely incredible, but definitely, yeah. definitely uh, a shame in one sense because that crowd reaction would have made them, you know, just, oh my Massive. gosh, can, can you imagine? So on yeah. an episode of Ups and Downs, I gave a couple of downs to the coronavirus. That is what got, <laughs> I downed this horrible thing that's taking us out. But because I did it on an AEW show, a lot of very passionate fans came and told me that was unfair <laughs> because All Elite Wrestling didn't deserve that. And I tried to explain to them, this is on Twitter. And I tried to explain to them, no, you do understand I gave the, the situation a down. Not, I even said that in the thing. And people were just right. yelling at me, saying, <laughs> you, you get both sides as well. You know, you've done AEW right. a disservice. Then you got the people going, you WWE shill. How much did Vince McMahon pay you this time? And I'll tell you right now, if I get a call, there's my phone. If I get a call from Vince McMahon in the next 10 minutes and he wants to pay me two ups and downs, I'm accepting that figure. I will, yes. I, I will yes. do ups and downs paid by WWE. <laughs> and the first thing I'll say at the start of the video is, this was paid for by Vince McMahon because that will do a bajillion views. And I, I, I'm all about it. But I just, I love this idea that Vince McMahon rings me up every Thursday and he goes, make sure, make sure you give it a down, pal. I'm like, yeah, Vince, done. Sounds like it, like he's got the time. Uh, so yeah, right. that, that, that was literally all day yesterday. All day yesterday, people telling me that I'd let AEW down as the bad person. Again, you're never going to watch my videos again to also that I only gave... Um, uh, yeah, I only gave those downs because I'm a WWE shill and I need to, which yeah. is weird because I also get called an AEW shill. So I don't know which one I'm meant to be. Who am I meant to be repping here, Jack? You tell me because right. I don't know. <laughs> You've, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because uh, yeah, I got on the Raw show, the one we did, we, uh, I was trying to be positive. I was like, yeah, hey, I think it's great that WWE is trying to help people feel better about what's going yeah. on, et cetera. And, Someone commented, Jack is obviously trying to get a job at WWE. <laughs> oh, I, was yes, thinking, yes. I was thinking, yeah, 
yeah, like, yeah, like, if they can't, I'm answering the phone. Like, yeah. what, what do you think? I love, like, I love, I love that one. He's clearly trying to get a job. Well, it yeah. sounds like a positive career move. So I suppose if it did happen, like, <laughs> right. Why strange. yeah, strange, um, very strange. Uh, but with you, you're a little different because you, you did make a move to try to get a big contract with one AEW because I saw your face <laughs> on Dynamite as a potential tag team partner for Sean Spears. Now, before we get in even to that, let's backtrack a little bit. How did you make the jump to actually being a pro wrestler? Yeah, so I've, I've, always, I've, I've always wanted to do it. And yeah. I've tried, I've tried numerous times, uh, you know, this is the thing that doesn't get out there, obviously, because, you know, because why would it? I think I tried twice in my 20s. But as I learned very quickly, it just, you know, I, I just didn't have the mental capacity to do it. That's the truth of the matter. Like, it's very, very <laughs> hard on your brain, obviously on your body, but much harder mentally. And it kind of took me going through an aging process, I suppose, until I was like, you know what, I'm confident enough in myself to, I can put up with that now. So I just started working with What Culture and they asked me to pitch some ideas to them. I said, look, a wrestling school is literally open 20 minutes from my house. I have decided to take this as some kind of omen, <laughs> as some yeah. kind of sign, and I'm going to use this as my last shot to actually try and do this. Would you like me to do a series of vlogs covering it? They're like, yeah, absolutely. That sounds fantastic. So we came up with the wrestling journey where we did that and kind of filmed me training. And the goal was simply to get one match done. As we spoke about mm -hmm. earlier, I just didn't want to get to 70, if I'm lucky, get to 70 <laughs> and look back and say, why didn't you just, just so you could have said, well, at least I know. And I had mm -hmm. that one match and I was like, well, that's the best thing I've ever done in my life. So I, yeah. I kind of doubled down on the idea and decided to, well, why don't we make this, why don't we make this a thing? And yeah, ever since then, I've been training and getting matches and just doing whatever I could to yeah, not only cover professional wrestling, but yeah, try and uh, try and master it as well. So, so that's funny. So something you've, you've tried to do, uh, but you were pushed over the top by the the other passion project you were working on, and they kind of came together very serendipitous. A hundred. It really was that, and I look back now, kind of almost with a wry smile, because neither would have happened without well, wrestling. So I wouldn't have happened without me getting into the what culture stuff i really almost always love wrestling but maybe i refound my yeah. passion to a certain extent and yeah now you think oh man i don't know if i you know believe things happen for a reason but like you just said it certainly it was a wonderful marriage of the two things yeah yeah now um has the fact that you have an online following particularly uh as a again as a wrestling pundit has it helped or hurt like do people go oh hey you've got a following this is great we would love to book you on our shows or is it more like, Oh, you're that guy from the thing. We don't want to associate, you know, like how does that impact that? I'm sure there's there that, that's been a part of it, right? Yeah, no, it's 50, 50. Well, I'm not 50, 50. There's been both though. There's been both. Yeah. Obviously the, um, uh, that following helps because you can bring, as I've learned, wrestling is about selling yourself and you know, what can you mm -hmm. offer me? And that's something that you can offer. Again, I'm very, um, the right word but i'm appreciative i'm very appreciative of the following that i have been able to get but again it, it, we're, we're dealing in a business that's all about numbers and when you can mm -hmm. say hey you know I've, there's this amount of people that i could get this out to it does make you it, it gives you a, it gives you something extra that maybe somebody else doesn't have but i you know i can't if only one day i will go into i will do another one once i'm done in wrestling and politically i can't have my ass kicked i will yeah. <laughs> i will tell you the stories about some people that have literally said, 
I am not working with the YouTuber. I mean, that's it. That is literally really? that. Yeah, just like completely reduced me down to my, my job title. <laughs> the you not human YouTuber. <laughs> Disgusting, dirty, horrible YouTuber. <laughs> so it has happened. I will say the majority of people have been awesome and the help that they've given me in, oh man, I wouldn't be where I was without all of that. But yeah, of course there's some people that kind of think you just, well, I kind of get it. I don't think they know that I put in a lot of time to the training as I'm still doing now. Right. Like, you know, even at the moment I can't train physically. So they had this online course and I signed up and I did it. Just chatted wrestling for two hours and what we can do and what we can't do. And I guess if you don't see that and you think it's just some guy that's gone, oh, I'm going to be a wrestler, then you would be a bit miffed because you think, well, I put in right. all this work. But the truth is, you know, it's neither good nor bad, but the truth is I put in a lot of that work you know, a lot of that work as well, because I understand that's where it starts. But yeah, it's definitely, you, there is some of that and uh, it's quite funny. Yeah. Um, but you know, you have to accept yeah. it for what it is. Did, uh, was, what were some of the things that were different than you expected learning to wrestle? Like as far as like the whole process of, you know, being in the business, because us on the outside, we talk about it, we watch it all the time, but I'm sure once you're actually learning it and doing it, what, what were some things that you were like, oh, I did not expect that at all, or that was I mean, totally different than what I've always thought? Yeah, my respect, for, I mean, I had respect for professional wrestlers anyway, but it went through the roof. And I started yeah. to realize why people got to WWE. Uh, not that I ever questioned it before, but even something like yeah. a headlock takedown, which looks quite effortless, mm -hmm. requires a tremendous amount of skill and know-how to do properly. Like when I was first doing yeah. them, you had trainers going, Simon, if you do it like that every time, you'll kill them. You're like, oh, well, I don't want that. <laughs> And then you kind of watch somebody that's at the top of their game in WWE. And I guess I sound like a basketball coach, but you know, when you see how good they are at the fundamentals, you're like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. no wonder they got picked up. And they may not have X, Y, and Z, but they've totally got A, B, and C, which I maybe didn't, you know, I didn't have enough respect for before. And yeah, just how hard it is. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Those first few training sessions. I remember during my first training session, we were doing this crazy cardio and my brain just went, Simon, just go. Like they'll think you're weird, but just leave right now. And we never have to do this horrible <laughs> drill again. But luckily I, luckily I stayed and, and I got through it. But yeah, you, you absolutely have to be mentally and physically prepared. Even more, because the stupid thing, I spent six months yeah. trying to get in wrestling shape, turned up for one wrestling <laughs> session and basically got carried out of there on a stretcher. There is no such thing as getting into wrestling shape. You either go and wrestle and do it or you don't. Um, so yeah, it was, it was an absolute, it was a huge, huge awakening and a bit of a slap in the face uh, but luckily there was that little thing down in my gut that still said no Simon keep going for it so I kind of I kind of pushed on through and then yeah when you start nothing's as terrifying as doing your first show in front of people but when you do oh, get a little bit more comfortable with it it's you soon start to realize why it's so addictive like it really when mm -hmm. it all goes right and everything happens as it's supposed to it's pretty much the best thing in the world so yeah from there yeah. that's that that sounds absolutely amazing. I um now I saw that you you did something that I don't agree with. This is where we're gonna conflict. This is where we're gonna butt heads. Let's do I it. I, I didn't like something you did, and it was, <laughs> I didn't like it for your own good. This is gonna sound like a, a mom thing to say, but you shouldn't <laughs> mess with people like Sammy Callahan. He's a dangerous fella. I don't think that was a good move. What are you thinking? Well, Being I, me, how do you, you should apologize to him and I, I and not not get in his way in any way, shape, or form? What are you thinking? I, I agree with you. Everything you've said is true. Asami Calhan <laughs> is a, is a terrifying and dangerous individual. However. He, going back to what we talked about, he doesn't think that I should wrestle again because I did the YouTube stuff. 
So I'm like, well, no, Sammy, again, we, well, that's not how this works. He refused to back down. Then he said to me, you know, let's, let's do, unfortunately, obviously it's been, it's been postponed now to later in the year mm -hmm. because of the uh, situation. But, yeah. you know, he said, well, okay, if you want to, if you want to prove yourself to me, come on to my patch, you know, pancakes and pile drivers, pro wrestling revolver, and we'll do a death match. So I know you've never done one of them. And he's like, I don't think you would do one of them. And I called his bluff. And I was like, well, I'm coming and I'm going to do, and I'm going to do the death match. But no, it's, it's kind of one of those things. You don't turn down opportunities. And again, everybody in the wrestling community knows who Sammy Callahan is. And yeah. I would uh, hate myself forever if I didn't, if I didn't accept. So yeah, the challenge is still on the table when and where I will make sure everybody knows as soon as I do. Um, yeah, look, it may be the end of my wrestling career, which is fine, <laughs> but we can, there's only one way to find out. There is only one way to find out. Right. I think that is, it's so cool. It really is living the dream though, getting to, uh, to talk about wrestling and then get into the wrestling ring and to yeah. perform. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still worried about you. I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'm hoping I'm crossing my fingers for you, Simon. Thanks man. Uh, as a, Me too. As a, as a as a dirty YouTuber, I am I'm really hoping the best for you. Um, well, I think that's the cool thing as well. And I've only kind of come to this realization of the last week or so because it actually came from the guy that trained me as we were talking about character and what to do with it. And yeah, this is kind of something that I've taken on my back now. And another reason why I want to do these matches. So many people do mm -hmm. say to me, like, Simon, I'm just going to live vicariously through you. I don't want to be a wrestler, <laughs> but I like the fact that you're doing it. And I kind of thought, I like that, you know, there's something very mm -hmm. inspiring, motivational about it. So you're kind of man of the people kind of, you know, yeah. voice, not the voice of the voiceless, but you know, the voice of people right. that have voices and are in comment yeah. sections everywhere. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> that, that kind of gave me a new sort of lease of life on it. And I guess that ties into the Sammy Callahan thing as well you know, do, do those kind of things for everybody who kind of saw right. me from the start and so where hopefully we'll end up. Well, I'm, I'm super appreciative of you supporting and fighting for us YouTubers. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping to circle it back. I'm hoping that Sean Spears gives you a call. I think you two <laughs> would be a dynamite tag team, pun very obviously intended. Uh, I'll be honest, I sent in a video too. They didn't put me up on there though. They, they, well, they that, maybe because I have zero zero experience in wrestling. No, it's, it's their mistake, man. It's their mistake. They should have. They should have. I, I still can't. I, I don't know what happened there. Obviously, I made the video because, like you did, it's fun, right? It's a yeah. fun thing to yeah. do. And then for it to kind of, you know, get the kind of traction. Again, it's one of those things where I did this. This is what I did for three days. And we're like, what's going on? Like, what's yeah. what happening? And then for it to pop up on dynamite, I was like, Pfft. But hey, man, look, I look my, again, my phone is here. My email is open. My DMs are free. I, if I get any kind of an inkling, I'm ready. I am ready to go. I am ready to be Sean Spears' tag team partner. Yes, well, I think that would be a really cool team. I would personally love to see it. I know Thank that you. um, you've got a lot of other content and things to create, so I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Uh, but before we go, do you want to let everyone know like any other projects you're working on or things maybe they can do to interact with you during this downtime? I mean, absolutely. I mean, obviously, Patreon and yeah, I channels I, I, and all I, sorts of that, stuff. That's the problem. I have everything. So you can kind of yeah. pick and choose. Obviously, what culture you're wrestling. A hard guy to, to, you're a hard guy to uh, research, by the way. Yeah. You've got so much stuff going on. Just this. Like, I don't, what, what bit do I talk about? Uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. What, what culture wrestling on YouTube is kind of the, the basis for all of it. You can find me there. Uh, I do have a patron, which is uh, embarrassingly patreon.com forward slash side minute 316 because I'm a wrestling yeah. nerd. Uh, and that supports my mm -hmm. own, because I've got a personal channel as well, which is just Simon Miller, which is just 
yeah, the outpourings of my brain on a daily basis. But, <laughs> you know, that kind of, we did with wrestling, we've got fitness and there's music and my podcast, my wrestling podcast goes on there. So yeah, there's a bunch of things. Uh, and then, yeah, if you just want to come and chat to me, Instagram and Twitter, again, embarrassingly, Simon Miller 316. And as I always said, <laughs> if I, I made these accounts like 10 years ago, if I had known yeah. where I was going to be in a decade, I would not have put 316 <laughs> at the right. end of my handles, but it's too late now. <laughs> I can't change it. So I'm just a nerd and I'm all right with it. I, I absolutely love it. I think it's good. You wear your heart on your sleeve and Hell that's yeah, always a good thing in, in my uh, opinion. And I Thank just want to say one more time, Simon, thank you so much for being on uh, or for chatting um, with me here today. It's, it's really appreciated. Like I said, I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours, and I love the work you do, and I'm excited to see you grow as a professional wrestler, as a pundit, as a video game analyst. I mean, all sorts of stuff, that, uh, all, all the stuff you're doing. So one more time, thanks, thanks again for being on. Oh, no, thank you, dude, man. Like, when you reached out, I was really excited about it. You guys are doing a really cool thing as well. Obviously, I've known about you for some time, so it's my pleasure, man. Just, uh, yeah, thank you for reaching out. Genuinely, this is a really good time. Cool. Well, thank you, and um, uh, that's it from us here at uh, AfterBuzz TV. My name's Jack Farmer. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at realjackfarmer across all social media, as well as the uh, AEW Dynamite After Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific, as well as the Raw After Show every Monday at 9 p.m. Pacific. And that'll do it for us. Until next time, guys, have a good one. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.